0: Hey there, Wedding Confessionals listeners. It's Brooke, just coming in to let you know, for the first time ever, I think, we're going to be having a three-parter. That's right. You're listening to part one of three of our really interesting conversation with Carly Blitzerhoof. So uh, sit back, relax, enjoy part one. And at the end of this part of the combo, Pam and I are going to hop in and tell you some bridal breaks for the week. Let's get to it.
1: something borrowed
0: something blue give us all your juicy news sensational irrational it's wedding confessionals okay um are you ready pammy let's do it okay, we are
2: about a minute in okay oh my god i'm so
0: excited <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> You get to see us. I listened to this
2: the entire time, wedding planning.
0: <laughs> Yay! This is that's the opener. We're opening with that. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke and I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings
3: is talking about weddings.
0: So much talking. We love it. <laughs> we do have a guest, <laughs> and we're definitely going to get to her. But two yes. seconds, um, Pammy. Two things we have to remind everybody about. Okay. One, Instagram at wedding confessionals yes please join us yeah daily quizzes um we currently debated about the whole moscow mule you're missing out definitely want to follow us on stories specifically because we do daily polls and we want your opinions to see if they line up with ours yeah let us know it's really fun finding out how wrong some people think we are (laughs) sobering humbling it it is but they still come back for more you know what (laughs) Give us your
3: opinions. We love it.
0: Yes. And also a pleasant reminder for um, everyone to please uh, give us a happy little rating and review on Apple Podcasts specifically because their little algorithm is persnickety.
3: (laughs) That's a great word for that. It's a polite
0: way of putting it. No, like they really matter. Um, I would like to read one actually that came in recently just because it made me giggle. Okay. So this is from... Okay, I can't even, it's just a series of letters that don't make sense, but okay. you'll know who you are. It starts with an H, H-D-K-S-N-E-I, I'm not kidding. I'm going to stop because okay. it just keeps going. All okay. right. It's kind of like someone just went to the keyboard and went, blah, blah, blah. like when my cat <laughs> steps on the keyboard, <laughs> yes. that is this person's username. Okay. Um. And uh, the title of it is, is, it's the catchy theme song for me. So shout oh, out to Andy, Andy and her lovely theme song. Yeah. She said, I got married in June, but this is just so fun to listen to that I'm still tuning in. Love it. I would like to say to this listener that it's really fun to go from bride or groom to just pure wedding enthusiast,
3: yes, like us. yeah, we got married forever <laughs> ago,
0: and we still love talking about weddings, watching stuff about weddings. Once it's in your blood, it mm-hmm. sticks around forever.
3: You remember everything.
0: <laughs> so um, but speaking of wedding enthusiast, as you could hear from our intro, <laughs> our guest was at one point a listener. And now still she, a listener. Oh, that's true. Still a listener, but now <laughs> she is a guest. Um, so the way that we met this person is uh Lauren Lilly, who's been on the podcast a bunch, all she did was say, Listen, my friend Carly has a crazy wedding story. You have to have her on the podcast. That is literally all all we know guys yes that is it
3: we're in basically yeah. oh, you oh, tell yeah. us that and we're like yes Bo- please booked her immediately yep let's hear it
0: <laughs> so Man, uh, i hope it
2: lives up <laughs>
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome carly Blitzerhoof. hi
2: Ooh. hi i think this is the first time i've been introduced with my new last name actually how
0: exciting yeah so um Great. the way that the podcast works as you know as a fellow listener um is that uh we have listeners write in confessionals they're completely anonymous sometimes mm-hmm. they're stories sometimes they're questions and then we read them and we either give advice or share experiences about it
3: discuss. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um but before that we usually like to have a guest on and we want to interview them about their personal history with weddings apparently of we a very interesting one so I'm very excited. Um, and then from there, we kind of have an idea of your point of view before you start doling out the advice. So, um, Carly, our first question is always the same, and then it just goes off the rails after that. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> the question is, how old were you when you went to your first wedding?
2: So it's funny, honestly, I don't remember, but the only reason that I have any recollection of this is because there's this like iconic photo in my family of my cousin Tyler basically dragging me down the aisle as a flower girl at my aunt's wedding. Um, Cause I, I was like very outgoing, but I don't know at this moment, I guess I got super nervous. And so there's just this picture of me in this like little white dress getting like kind of, and he was super tall and I'm like super small. So that photo has definitely been passed around. Um, so that's definitely the first the first wedding I went to. And then I swear, I don't think I went to another wedding until I was in one of my best friend's weddings. Um, you know, a lot older in my mid 20s. So not a lot of stuff in between, I guess.
0: Yeah, some people don't go to a lot of weddings as kids. You yeah. Either get, I feel like you either go to a ton or you go to like one.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like a one, one and done flower girl and then bridesmaid and and then where it got around. They're yeah. like, Don't
3: hire
0: this flower girl.
2: <laughs> she will totally fucking. it up.
0: good point maybe due to your performance at that one wedding they were like cutting Carly from the list
2: <laughs> okay the picture is pretty cute so <laughs> yeah.
0: if possible send it to us we'll put it up on Instagram
2: yes I will it's definitely it's around I'm sure I can I can get it <laughs> So you got into your twenties,
3: and you were in your first wedding. In it, so you were mm-hmm. a bridesmaid, maid of honor. It's this college friends, I... high school
2: friends. Yes. Yeah, so my first one, I think I was the maid of honor. Jesse, sorry if I wasn't the maid of honor. I can't. I honestly can't remember. I think we were like all. I think I was the maid of honor. I don't know. We all like You're just
0: bossy anyway, just like assumed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I. It's funny because I feel like my friends, I actually didn't even end up having bridesmaids, but it, there was never like a crazy hierarchy. We always like did stuff together, or maybe I'm just saying that. And someone else was like doing all the work and
0: I was like, this was fine.
2: Um, (laughs) but no, my, my, one of my best friends from like high school and then through college, um, that was the first wedding and I was in her wedding. And then, um, one of my best college friends, I was also in her wedding after that. And then, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's the only two times I was a bridesmaid. Yeah, it's funny. Like, For being such a wedding enthusiast, I feel like I haven't been to that many weddings. Um, And then my aunt, actually, the one whose wedding I messed up as flower girl, uh, she got remarried and I went to her wedding and that was a really lovely family wedding. And I was not the flower girl, but apparently I did a good job being a guest
0: so so um pushing along to your wedding um how did you meet what's sorry what's your husband's name Elliot Elliot how did you meet Elliot
2: we met the good old fashioned way on a dating app
0: um which one I always like to figure out which one's like the popular one
2: so this is really odd because I swear this one no one has ever heard of and like I, it's, it's, it was called Happen. I don't even know if it exists anymore. It was spelled H-A-P-P-N because the extra vowels unnecessary, I guess. Um, and so basically I kept, when I moved back to LA, um, After many years away, I left L.A. to go to college in New York. And then I lived in New Orleans for a little bit and Colorado and was like, I'm not going back to L.A. That's never happening. And then got a job offer and ended up back in L.A. Because you grew (laughs) Um, up,
0: you were born and raised in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I I grew up in L.A.
0: Um, And so
2: I ended up back there and I kept meeting guys on dating apps that were on the other side of town. And I hate driving, which is partially why I didn't want to move back to L.A. And so I was... Just getting fed up with it because i lived on the west side i kept meeting guys that lived in like you know silver lake highland park you know where all the cool kids live um and <laughs> so and so i joined this dating app called happen which like matches you with people that you cross paths with um right right so
0: theoretically, wait. Wait, what i said right yes yes wait
3: is the one that laura met
0: Um, Chris yes oh my god
2: if someone you know met someone on that a recent
0: episode the only reason why we know about this is because it just came up like yes. two or three episodes ago.
2: How did I miss that episode? <laughs> I would have been like, "I okay, I have been slacking." Carly's since not opening.
0: really was, a wedding enthusiast. Mm. After oh no, we're just kidding. We're
2: just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like on every episode before, but since the wedding, no, I I'm actually double checking the, the show
0: out. notes that uh, that's the correct, that's the same one. Yeah, I as know, you're li-
2: describing it, I'm listeners like, are
0: probably screaming at their speaker right now because yes. they're like,
2: "It is, Great. it is, it!" I'm looking up right <laughs> now. Back, back to happen um yeah i i mean now i'm i'm starting to listen to some like baby podcasts so the wedding podcast i've like fallen off a little bit just because now i have this like, whole new genre <laughs> podcast to spoiler
0: to. alert you're pregnant
2: yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah it's been it's been a little bit since the wedding so that's that's been a new new update um but yeah so okay but the part that ended up being hilarious in a way it was happened sorry
0: sorry to interrupt yes! it was happened i just looked it uh-huh.
2: up okay happen like deserves a shout out it's still yeah. active
0: it still exists it's working apparently yeah. guys if you're single go on happen apparently
2: maybe happen should sponsor this t- two for two yeah. on this one
0: on this yeah. podcast
2: <laughs> so and honestly he's the only person i met on that on that app so but the funny part is that i matched with him while well, I was in Hollywood visiting a friend. So it ended up matching me with someone that was not in my area at all anyway. Yeah. And I ended up having to drive across town because I worked in Playa Vista. I lived in West LA. He lived in Franklin Village. And then I had had, had my dog like at daycare in Santa Monica. And so our dog daycare. And so I had to like go to Playa Vista to work, go pick up my dog, go back to my house, go to his house. It was like long distance relationship nightmare. And it must have actually, been worth it. It it was, yeah. That's actually how we ended up moving in together is I got into a car accident one day on the way to his house. Not a terrible one, but you know, a fender bender. My actually my only car accident I've ever been in, despite the fact that I'm a terrible driver. Um <laughs> so I got into a fender bender and basically called him and was like, We're either moving in together or we're breaking up. Like I can't <laughs> I can't do this commute anymore. Um
0: that's fair. That's fair. What was yeah. it about his profile that you decided to say yes?
2: He, well, A, I just thought he was super adorable. And <laughs> he, he had, he had, I actually thought this was really funny. He had his FICO score, his <laughs> his, uh, is FICO credit? I can't even remember. He had like three different scores, including like his credit score, his Uber rating and like his height or something else. And I just thought that was really funny. And yeah, we just, I don't know. I remember we, we just hit it off right away. And then our first date was like probably the first, like the best first date of my life. Like it was we, and it's funny, because honestly, we didn't even do anything that special, we met up in, uh, on Sawtelle to get noodles, oh, okay, so actually backtracking, he does sober January every month, um, and we met up in January, Um, and so it was like, you know, bar was off the table, going to get a drink was off the table, and it was kind of like, okay, what do we do, so we went to go get noodles on Sawtell, and I don't know if you've ever tried to get noodles on Sawtell, but there's always like a two-hour wait and so we ended up waiting two hours in the rain for noodles. Um, wow. And just like talked the entire time. and later he told me that he thought I was way too cool for him, which made me really happy. but <laughs> um, but we so we ended up getting noodles. and the noodle part of it lasted like 10 minutes. We like went in, ate noodles, and then we were like, shit, what do we do now? And so we ended up sitting in my car, like high school status, not even listening to music actually, we just were talking for like four or five hours on a weeknight. And I ended up leaving the end of the date at like 2 a.m. I dropped him back off at his car. He had parked like blocks away because it's LA. I dropped him back off at his car and he texted his friends that night and said, like I think, he texted his like his high school friends, like his old friends and was like, I think that I met the woman I'm gonna marry tonight. Wow! Yeah. Wow. It was- That's so sweet.
0: <laughs> I love love, it guys. I really know. I love a good date. Oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm that happy to be like a, like, oh, a good date. And then I, like, tried to break up with him, like, five times because I, like, <laughs> had a panic attack where I was like, what? What's happening? I don't know. I was just like, and he was like, he's just so level-headed, and I warned him. I was like, I'm definitely going to try to sabotage this. And he was he's just, like, so level-headed and so grounded and like just has a way of of making me feel calm and so anytime I tried to like panic he was like are you having a good time and I'm like yeah I'm having like the best time and he's like okay well then let's just keep doing that and then we just kept doing that and then here we are and I'm obsessed with him (laughs) (laughs) and we're completely codependent on each other
0: you balance each other out I love yeah, that. Yeah, we do. That's it's so really cool. So, how long were you date? So, obviously, you dated for h- how long, and then you moved in with each other because of the car wreck. That was like a year. A year.
2: We moved into it with, with each other at like a year, and then I think. Were you talking about
0: getting married at that point, or no?
2: When we moved in together, we weren't talking about getting married. It's so funny. I have like quite literally the world's worst memory I made him send me the timeline of our wedding planning stuff so that I could like are
0: you it. referencing it right now
2: I mean I but well, you can't see it but yes he I was like okay when did you propose when did we start planning when did this happen when did the postponement happen when did the fire happen when did which you'll what? we'll
0: get to all that <laughs> there's a fire okay this is like a preview oh my yes this is like that point where there's a commercial break remember in the 80s where like before they went the commercial break they'd show you previews of what's come up next and they'd be like this little mm-hmm. little flashes of stuff i feel like we just got that we did yeah do you need to go
2: to like commercial break now i wish sponsors
0: <laughs> well apparently happen's gonna be happen our... is gonna be our first happen. one yes get on board <laughs> what, yeah. a, what perfect synergy a wedding podcast and a dating app <laughs> <laughs>
2: In uh, case you want to end up on the wedding podcast, yeah,
0: yeah, yes. Well, as we've learned through people writing in, there are a decent amount of people that are like not even engaged yet that just like to listen to the podcast. Yes. So, I mean, it's not that crazy. Oh, happen. Yeah. I set that us up for sure. Um, um, so, uh, uh, the, <laughs> enough of us <laughs> aren't our endless promotions. <laughs> Sorry, back to you. So, I work it. in
2: advertising. If you couldn't tell, I'm like
0: trying to like make this happen. You just keep pitching. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you're you're living with each other. You haven't talked about getting married. What happens We're next? living
2: with each other. We found this like cute place in Mid-City because he worked still on the East side. I worked on the West side. So this was like a, you know, Romeo and Juliet cross LA situation. <laughs> um, and so we found this place in Mid-City and we just like have such fond memories there. It's, it's so funny. We were talking about it last night. I think both of us for different reasons I had never lived with a significant other before and he had had kind of like a bit of a bad experience living with a significant other before and had this like bachelor pad in Franklin village and was like so hesitant to give it up um but it ended up being like the most wonderful place and we had these like neighbors who we got along with so well and it was just so lovely um and I think we both I'm like trying to remember how the conversation even like started to come up, but it just both, it became clear that like, we were going to be together forever. That's um, cool. Whatever that means. Um, and I definitely, am like pretty clear about things that I want. So, so I probably said it at some point point. was like, you know, when's this going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was never like, I, I don't remember being like, like, I definitely was pretty clear about, about wanting to get married. So he knew I wanted to get married. I knew he wanted to get married at some point, or at least like really wanted to have a family. Um, and God, he's definitely going to listen to this and be like, that's not how it happened at all. I don't remember. Any well, he that. can come
0: <laughs> on and defend himself. Absolutely, can that happen- It happens quite a lot where the, somebody will listen and then the partner will be like, I need to come on and clear some things up.
2: <laughs> the point is, It seemed it's, I, I remember it happening really organically and, I do remember though, um, we went to New York together and I had told him at that point that there was this ring designer that I really loved in Brooklyn who this like amazing Japanese couple who like have this studio where they make these like hand hammered rings and they're so gorgeous. And so he definitely knew exactly what I wanted. And we went by when we were in New York and like tried on some stuff. And so it was definitely like a very open conversation. It was not like like will he won't he um kind of thing so mm-hmm. I do think that was that was pretty clear you know what's funny though is recently he said to me I can't believe I proposed to you when I did because by the time like the pandemic had happened and we had spent like a year together he's like I feel like now I, I I'm, I'm trying to He said it. It was really cute the way he said it. And the way I'm saying it is like not cute at all. But he was basically saying, like, I love you even more now. And I'm so certain, even more certain now after spending all this time with you that like I was so naive then when I proposed to you. And now I like love you even more. So now it feels crazy that I proposed to you then. And I'm like, I think that's just like how relationships go. Is like, I can't believe we did that at that point, you know? I don't know. It was very cute the way you said it, I swear. Well, it (laughs) is
0: kind of like there is a point where you're just sort of flying blind. And going yeah. off of just hope and yes. just optimism. Be like, I, this should work. I mean, that's basically what everyone getting married is doing. Yeah, You're just yes. hedging your bets that you pick the right person. And then yes. years and later, think, you're just like, fuck, that really worked out. Like, we were just young dummies. That's,
2: exa- <laughs> that's exactly the sentiment. Especially after, like, COVID, I feel like he was, like, Thank God, like we ended up really thriving through this together because I proposed to you before this, so like good <laughs> thing that worked.
0: Yeah, because some um, people didn't make it through the pandemic. Some yeah. relationships, yeah. it just really tested them. Yeah, and it tested yeah. yours in the right direction. That's cool.
2: Yes, a hundred percent. So how did he propose? Got it. I'm like so. I'm gonna try to keep things short. I like could just like I just sometimes it's I fine. Just, start just go ahead.
0: You're the guest. Okay. You can take up a whole as long as you want. We can make this two, three, four parts.
2: (laughs) Perfect. Um, So the proposal, what I was saying is I'm like super type A, so I'm not usually surprised by stuff, but he actually surprised the shit out of me. And did it in the way that I had like always kind of imagined which I definitely mentioned to him and the way I had imagined was just like being in bed like I just didn't want a big deal and so I had kind of always said that to him um but basically this is actually pretty funny um we were coming to colorado to visit my parents and we were going to go look at a few wedding venues <laughs> and this was before we were even engaged. We were—we knew we wanted to get married in Colorado and we, had, we were only gonna be out there. And so my parents had said like, oh, you know, we went to this wedding at this place called Devil's Thumb, which is not where we ended up getting married, but, and they were like, we should just like drive by and check it out on our way up to, you know, go ski or whatever. And so I told Elliot, he's like, not even engaged yet. Like we can't, anyway, the thing in my head was we were going to New York after that and I thought, okay, we would go to the jeweler, and then he would do it there, and and that that would be that. Of course, because I'm insane and just planning it in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, about two weeks before we left for Colorado, um, we had a trip to up to Paso Robles. Um, we booked, I don't even know why. Oh, it was for, maybe it was for our anniversary. I can't remember, but we had a, we had booked an Airbnb for a few nights up there. So I was really excited to go up there. And he woke me up that morning with breakfast in bed. And I just started telling him about, God, this is so embarrassing. So he woke me up (laughs) with breakfast in bed. He like put this, and, and it was so sweet. And I don't know why I didn't immediately think like, "Oh, something special is happening." But he was just standing by the bed, by the side of the bed, and I had to the breakfast in bed, and I started telling him about a dream I had. And thank God it wasn't some like weird sex dream or something. But I was like, "Yeah, I had a dream about like," and he was just like staring at me, and I was like, "Why are you like looking at me?" And then eventually, finally, I looked down at the tray, and there's a ring box there. Oh and- my God. And he like now says it Doesn't get down on his knee Which I gave him shit for I was like you gotta get down on the knee <laughs> But uh, he didn't get down on his knee But he was like will you marry me And I was like I think that's all he said I can't remember I totally blacked out um, And and I just He said I didn't say yes I just kept saying are you serious I kept being like are you serious, are you serious? And he like mimics me all the time um, And I was just like super taken aback because he had gotten a ring made from the jeweler that i loved in brooklyn and had and like had been working with them for like months and Aww. i thought that we were going to go like do it together but he did such a great job and like it was so perfect yeah it was great and then we left to go up to Paso robles and he was like i figured that would be great timing because then you have a two-hour car ride to like call everyone so i called everyone oh, on the car ride nice. a Planner. Yeah. Yes. that is
0: excellent
2: Good move. So I called everyone and it was like so fun. I remember we stopped at a market to go pick up like like an artisanal market near like wine country to pick up like s- supplies for the weekend. And I was just walking around like, tra la la, I'm engaged. <laughs> just like,
0: picking up everything with your left had, hand.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Milk, um, please. And then, and then we just like had a really lovely weekend up in Paso Robles. Um, and actually that does come back into... Our wedding story. So remind me to tell you how Paso Robles comes back around. Okay. But, right. Oh, and Paso um, Robles
0: for people not in California is just sort of like it's like wine country. It's like a perfect vacation driving yeah. point from LA. It's gorgeous.
2: Yeah, it's super cute. Yeah. It's it's like a, you know, if you don't want to like do the whole like Napa thing, but it's it's kind of like mini Napa and really quaint and cute and more affordable for sure. Yeah, it's so, super pretty.
0: Okay, yeah. so now you're engaged. And it's time to plan the wedding. Yes. Are you yeah. immediately making plans? Or are you just trying to engo- enjoy being and get? Oh wait, yeah, the type oh. A person. Well, She's who, not. I don't in. know what I'm thinking.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. She's like, are we you started, kidding me? Yeah, we started to plan immediately. We started <laughs> like to plan spreadsheets quickly.
0: on the two-hour drive up are being typed out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> there was a PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> so okay, but to be fair, the PowerPoint was not me. It was Elliot. So he is like. Be involved with the wedding this That's whole cool. time. Like okay. he's like just as type A as I am when it comes to that kind of stuff, and like loves. Yeah, he he loves it. Um, he is not like an uninvolved groom, which is great and also sometimes irritating. Um. <laughs> so wait, does he love weddings or he loves
3: planning like planning parties? Like what part he of it was love weddings?
2: He doesn't love weddings. He loves planning parties. We actually okay. both love planning parties. Like for his, he also just he really, he, you know, he's, he's an, a video editor, but he also is a director and has been in production. And I think he like cares about people knowing that things were planned well, you know, like he wants it to like run smoothly and he wants, um, he wants people to like see that there was care put into the plans. Um, And like, we both love a good theme party, like for his birthday the year before, we planned a Bob Ross-themed painting party and had all of our friends. We lit, But like, when I say he went hard, he (laughs) went, he bought like 10 easels that we set up around the living room with like a drop cloth and paint for everyone and canvases for everyone. And we did it in groups of 10. People would go in and drink wine and paint and he was like emceeing the whole thing. So by the time (laughs) he painted... He was so drunk that his painting was so bad. He was so pissed off. It was like it was, it, yeah, it was hilarious. Um, but anyway, so he loves he loves a good a good theme theme okay. party too. Um, and like, you know, I think it's important. Like, we both wanted to be represented in the wedding, and we both wanted, like, if we were gonna be do spending all this time and money, like, we wanted it to feel like the two of us, you know. So. I think that I really love that.
0: And were you immediately thinking big wedding, small wedding, like how big is your family and his wedding? I mean, and his family.
2: So I think neither one of us wanted a huge wedding. And honestly, we did go back and forth, like, especially once we started planning and realized like how much money it is and just like how much, how much it can be. Generally, we were like, do we just want to elope? And then like, obviously we'll get to it but like once COVID came around it was like well now what do we do now do we just go to a courthouse like what 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 do we do um but then we kind of kept like circling around like okay if we elope like there's no way your mom and dad aren't going to want to come there's no way my mom and dad aren't going to want to come and then the grandma comes and then by that point it's like we're not even eloping anymore and we might as well just do it and so we literally went around that like circle wheel for like weeks where we were like Okay, but maybe we just elope. But then we elope with these <laughs> people. But then if these 10 people come, then these more people. And then it was just like, okay, all right.
0: Like, oh, wait, sorry. Just for context, because we are now talking about COVID getting involved. When did you get engaged? So right, She's checking her timeline, refer
2: guys. I to my <laughs> timeline that my husband wrote for me because my memory is so bad. Um, the proposal was February 2019. Okay. Started planning right. that weekend, parentheses, honestly, before that. Okay <laughs> uh, cool, cool okay, <laughs> right. so you're
0: about a year out from things starting to get nutty in the world. Yes. okay, got it yes, exactly
2: um so that weekend that we went to Colorado to look at venues, we looked at a few different venues um oh sorry so going back what we knew that we wanted once we decided okay, we're having a wedding, we knew that we didn't want a huge wedding so like you know like 70 80 people seemed like right but, obviously I feel like we started to solidify it once we like started to get into like the realities of it. Um, and it did end up being, I think 80 people, something like that. Um, so we knew that we wanted to have like a, an experience for people that we wanted to have people be able to like spend time together outside of just like a reception. We wanted to have people be able to like, socialize a little bit more casually, especially because he has, if we were going to do it, it was going to be out of town for a lot of people anyway, because his family and friends are all in Michigan pretty much. Um, and then I have a lot of people in New York and then a lot of people, cause I went to college in New York um, and then a lot of people in LA. And so we basically were just like, anywhere we go is going to be a destination for a fair amount of people. So we might as well like lean into that and try to have it be like a little vacation for people and, and make it more of like, An experience so that it feels worthwhile. And I think both of us definitely like pro and con overthink, you know, wanting to make sure everyone else is super comfortable and super excited about it. Um, but I do think ultimately it made our wedding really special for us and for everyone. So,
0: so automatically um, Colorado, that's it.
2: I think Colorado made sense. It's, it's an easy flight for a lot of people coming from wherever. Um, and we kind of like, despite the fact that neither one of us that were both way more like city people, we were, there was something appealing about the idea of being like mountainy cowboys for the weekend. I don't know <laughs> that we both were like, we're gonna wear cowboy hats and like do that. And like, it's not like we did that, I, I guess. So we did go to a wedding in Los Olivos, which is like the similar area to Paso Robles, where we got to like ride horses that day and stuff, And we were like, "This would be really fun to do for our wedding." Right. So I think we kind of got it in our head, like, let's let's have a summer camp weekend for adults with an open bar. <laughs> like, let's do a summer camp <laughs> summer camp wedding with open bar was like our theme. I like so that. there was that is when the the iconic. The iconic's not the right word the uh infamous powerpoint came into play because elliot and i decided to try to explain our vision to our parents it would be great <laughs> to like have a little like mission statement manifesto <laughs> with some inspo okay seriously we're insane people i know we're I gonna love it a- so much i do
0: too does the powerpoint okay. still exist
2: a- absolutely yeah
0: okay We might have to get like one or two stills from that.
2: (laughs) I need to see this. Yes. This is going to be a mixed media presentation. (laughs) Um, We, we both love like having a project together. So like, that's what our, you know, we just bought a house and that's been what that is. Like we, we love having a project. We both, you know, work in that kind of like creative ish field. And I think we thrive when we have this like project to do. Um, So yes, the PowerPoint, that was part of it love a good love a good PowerPoint I'm sorry
0: I'm already just predicting your child's birthday parties are going to (laughs) be insane
2: I've already told Elliot he has to like keep me in check because we both want to raise like a reasonable child We want to raise a child that is not like forced to have these insane theme birthdays. I, it's yeah, but the, it's gonna be insane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I, I. love. This isn't a judgment in the negative way. I think it's gonna be awesome.
2: <laughs> You're invited to our sweet.
0: Child's <laughs> that
2: was basically oh, that's my, what you wanted. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll make sweet. sure it's sponsored by Happen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sweet first birthday party invite. Um. I'm not going to lie. I have thought about it, but yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So back to your wedding. So you've decided you've you narrowed down the guest amount of people coming definitely in Colorado. How do you pick the actual venue, you know, summer camp vibe?
2: Yes. So we went, we toured this really popular venue in Colorado. That's gorgeous. It's a, it's really great, but a, a lot of people get married there when they do like a Colorado wedding, a Colorado destination wedding. So it it kind of felt to us a little bit like a wedding factory. Like when we went there, it was like, you know, they have this many weddings a weekend and like there, it just felt really, and it's like, oh, you can get into the game room from like this hour to this hour. And like, we just, neither Elliot in particular, he doesn't like, like when authority makes arbitrary rules. And he was just like, this is full of arbitrary rules. We can't do this here. (laughs) Um, And so I think you know, it had, it had like kind of the vibe that we wanted in terms of, you know, being rustic and Colorado and had, you know, this place to, for people to gather, but it was ultimately like also a bigger resort. So we would be like a piece of it. And so I don't know, we ended up finding this, this dude ranch called C Lazy U, which I didn't understand the name for a long time, but apparently a C, a U is a lazy C, like, when it tilts on its it's lazy i don't know there's oh okay, there's like a okay. convention that. out here like so there's there's another ranch called t lazy seven because like a seven is a lazy t or a t anyway the point is that's something this is I don't cowboy
0: know. culture that mm-hmm. we're learning yeah
2: yes yeah learning things um so yes we found this ranch called C lazy U. probably just from like google searches um and we drove up there and when we got there we just and this we actually when we visited the first time it was like in a snowstorm um and somehow it still just was so clear, like, this is the place. Because they basically, they don't do a ton of weddings. They do, like, six or seven weddings a year, but they're mostly a family dude ranch. So, like, families will go there for, like, a week. And so they have all these activities, and they have, like, archery and trap shooting and, like, a lake. And, you know, just, it's like a family summer camp kind of thing. And then they do, you know, a limited number of weddings where they'll let people buy out the place for the weekend. So you have to do the whole, you have to do a buyout of it. Um, which was also obviously very appealing um, and also kind of insane.
3: But <laughs> what time of year were you, you know looking to I get was,
2: married? What? What time of year were you looking to get married? So our original date was June. Okay. Oh,
0: you really wanted the summer and the summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, We wanted like, I think June was like a great time in Colorado. It's still like not too. which spoiler alert, we did not end up getting married. And actually we ended up getting, getting married in May. So it's not that different, but In Colorado, the difference between May and June can be, like, a snowstorm versus
0: the sun. Oh, got Um, it. Okay. So summer takes a little bit longer to get there because it's higher elevation. It's a colder place. Super high altitude, yeah. Okay, cool. Um,
2: So, anyway, June was the original date. So you Um, locked it
0: in, like, put down a deposit for June 2020? Or what happened?
2: Yes. We were like, yes, this is the place. Like, we... It's... It was... They just were... They were so wonderful and accommodating and basically we're just like this whole place is yours and Elliot was like what time does the game room close and they were like it never closes and we were like great (laughs) we love this like there are no rules we just I don't we kind of just pictured like all of our friends just running amok at this dude ranch and it just seemed awesome and you know we're on I mean I'm not we're not like old but you know Elliot what is he like 37 38 now Sorry, babe, if that's wrong, but I think that's how old he is.
0: And you don't have it in your notes?
2: <laughs> he is. Um, and so he's he's 37. Go with, go with that. Um, so, you know, I mean, a, a lot of our friends have already been, you know, have already gotten married, started having kids. And so we were like, if we're going to be, they're going to be leaving their kids, doing all of this stuff, going out of their way, like we want to make it fun for everyone. So we like that was really what we led with was we just want everyone to have this really awesome weekend and this really awesome experience because we want to make it worth everyone's while, which, you know, a lot of my friends were like, you can't concern yourself with that. This is your wedding, blah, blah, blah. But I can't help it. You know, that's just,
0: it is hard because if you're doing a destination wedding for, like you said, most people, you do feel this this twinge of guilt of, I don't want to have people give up so many days of their life, yes. potentially vacation days that they could have spent doing something else, all this yes. money. And then there just comes this pressure in your mind that all of these people you love are giving up all of that. I can't disappoint them. But it turns out- And childcare. Ex- right. Like, people's expectations are usually lower than you think. Mm-hmm. They're just true. here to have a good yeah. time.
2: Yes. It's so fair. Um, but we did end up not, we had, uh, people could bring if they had babies, but we only ended up having one baby at the wedding. So which no
0: was, children, only babies were, was the rule
2: only babies. And I think the only, yeah, only babies, <laughs> only babies. We had one baby and it was iconic. It was amazing. My friend Jesse ended up coming last minute with her baby, um who was i mean he must have been like 4 or 5 months and he had giant speaker like headphones on and was like dancing and it was yeah it was so good um okay so yes. so
0: you bu- you book everything in when in the the winter of 2019 Exactly yes yes Are you checking the okay. timeline? I'm checking the <laughs> like pre like pre Christmas 2019 I don't I honestly don't remember when
2: exactly okay. we booked it but I know we booked it yeah, it must have been around Christmas, like New Year's time, that we booked it. Because you said um, it was snowing before, and everything, yeah, yeah, before any inkling of of uh, you know what was to come. Obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um,
0: yeah, let's trot ahead to so when we get to about March of 2020 and things start getting a little weird, have you at that point sent out invitations or save the dates?
2: We had definitely sent out save the dates. These cute little magnets. Um, my creative partner, uh, I work in advertising and I'm a copywriter, and my creative partner is the art director. I forced him to make these cute little bitmojis of us. Um, <laughs> I didn't force him to do that much, but that I did. Um, so he made these hilarious bitmojis of like Elliot on a little horse and me like dragging him. And it was just like pretty, it was cute. And so we sent out these little magnets, we hand wrote every little note with the magnet and sent it out and it said like giddy up and then the date and blah, blah, blah. So we sent, we had sent out, um, save the date magnets. We did, had not sent out invites because we did, uh, digital invites. We decided that something we didn't want to spend money on was invites for some reason. I don't remember, but ended up being totally fine and ended up being even better because we ended up having to change the date. So we didn't have to resend invites. All those invites were not a waste. Elliot was like, I knew it. Digital invites were the way. And he also (laughs) like, he designed these really cool, like in email, like beautiful, had a whole timeline of events. Like it was a really cool digital email invite. If I can shout out his work. He did all of that. He made like the coolest website, super interactive, had like all of our text messages, had all this like fun. He's just, he's really good at, shit like that so he did that um we had sent all that out and then march hit and we were three months before the wedding and we like so many brides went back and forth on like do we cancel when do we cancel how long do we give it is it happening now is it not happening now um sorry my mom's coming in with something that's okay (laughs) thank you (laughs) Hi, mom. She me <laughs> She's podcast
0: host. Hello. Here's Hi, mom. Hi. We she were just I talking could talk. about the. Can she hear us? We were. Yeah. Hello. Hi, quickly. We, Hi. we were just talking about how they had a PowerPoint presentation for you guys to explain the wedding. Oh my God.
3: It, <laughs> we we were. Hyster- I mean, we were in
1: hysterics. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and they put the, Elliot pulls out the computer and went. Oh, my God. <laughs> they loved it it, it, re- it really was very funny. And, and you know what? The wedding was amazing. Okay, That's we haven't gotten there yet. Mom. Oh my God,
2: I've been listening to you talk for an hour. Already. Bye, Mom. I'm not going to eat this tuna melt while I talk. But just Thank you. I love you.
0: If you want to stop eating the tuna melt, we can happily take a break if you're hungry. No, it's okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll let you know. Preg- pregnant ladies, we know. Yeah, totally. yeah I know. <laughs> She's like feeding me. It's really cute. It's really, I, I love her. So. <laughs> this is why we moved here because we need all the help we We can are
0: get. keeping that in the episode, by the way. Yes. So your mom's going to get a little cameo. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to love it. She'll so love cute. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Mom, so. on. <laughs> come on, you're embarrassing. <laughs> um,
2: so, so yes, we went back and forth. Obviously, so many people were dealing with that. And you know, no one knew anything. It was like, maybe two weeks it'll be fine. We were, at first Elliot was like, it's gonna be fine. He's like so positive that things are gonna be fine. And and eventually, and I was like, I just wanna cancel now. Like I'm freaking out, like this is not like I just for me, the I don't like not taking action. Like I would just rather take action. Whereas Elliot is much better at like patiently waiting. And I am like, no, let's just, let's make a decision one way or another. He's like, it's okay. Like, let's just, let's just relax. It'll be fine. Like, like, it's not going to be fine, which, you know, it wasn't fine, but then it was fine. (laughs) So so we ended up postponing and luckily they were, the ranch was amazing um, about letting us postpone. I do think we got lucky timing wise in that, like everyone was really understanding at that point. Cause it was so like early on, you know, I think as things started to progress, a lot of brides dealt with like people that were like, no, we're not going to let you cancel. We're not going to let you postpone. And, but I feel like we were all kind of in it together. And so in the beginning we, you know, we reached out to all of our vendors and we had spent a long time and a lot, I mean, if you couldn't tell how type A we are already, we had definitely put a lot of care into picking the vendors um, because we wanted to make sure that, you know, everyone understood that we wanted like everything to feel very like thoughtful and intentional. And we picked vendors who honestly ended up becoming super close friends, like now I have Several like of my best friends in Colorado, like our florist, is one of my best friends now. um That's so, so cool. That's all, I love that. Yeah, especially because we moved out to Colorado after that. Yeah. So it was like, hey, we just worked together for two years now because the wedding got postponed, and we became super close. And now I live in Colorado, and so you know, our wedding photographer is also one of my close friends. She lives in Boulder and has two kids, and I basically have told her that I need all of her hand-me-downs and yeah, so it's great. (laughs) Um, so yes. So we ended up deciding to postpone. That was, it was like, I mean, it was a shitty time. It was a shitty decision. And I felt like it just, yeah, it didn't, it felt unfair, but at the same time, like everyone was losing a, a lot of things like, you know, jobs or their high school graduations and all that stuff. And so it kind of was just like, it was it was actually nice to connect with other brides who were dealing with the same thing like i feel like i actually knew a few people who had to postpone and it was like no but like <laughs> we're in this together so you know it was what it was and now i look back and i'm like everything turned out the way it should so i feel fine about it but i know at the moment it was like really brutal um yeah
0: so, so when you, when you, um, went to postpone it, did you just pick a new date immediately or was it just kind of hanging out in the ether and just pick it up when you had a better idea of what was happening in the world?
2: I think it was a bit of a, we waited a little bit, but I honestly, obviously it's not on the timeline, so I can't remember exactly <laughs> when, <Elliot. but laughs> I think we did. Let's phone a friend. Yeah. Phone <laughs> friend. Um, so I do think we had to pick one pretty immediately just because vendors were getting rebooked and you know the ranch also was like rebooking for the next year I mean kind of blindly because people didn't know what was going to be happening sure and so we were like should we they had some dates that were sooner that were like six months away and we were like if we're going to postpone it like let's just postpone it a year and by that point it did feel like we at least had some idea that like okay this isn't going away right away um It's so crazy how all of this becomes a blur, you know, because it was so, it was just something none of us had, you know, experienced. Um, But yes, I think it, and I feel like information was like, things would feel clear, and then not clear, and then clear, and then we understood, and then didn't understand, and so, you know, we postponed a year, and tried to kind of put it off our plates for a little while, because, watching the news every day and and reading the stats and all of that was what we were doing before we decided to postpone and and we were both both just like super burnt out um and so we decided to just kind of let that go and you know obviously went into lockdown and we were so grateful that we had this sanctuary that we had created together and that we really loved and I feel like it that time brought us so much closer together um and having that extra year ended up being like a blessing in disguise. Um, and we did end up celebrating our original wedding date. Um, we went to Paso Robles for the weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Paso Robles for the weekend and we uh, said like private vows to each other. Um, we didn't get like officially married at that point. Um, but we said private vows to each other. I wore an outfit that I had ordered for the wedding that like was like this big skirt that I decided I didn't want to wear for the wedding the next year. I had bought like 10 outfits at this point, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <off. laughs> so we took some pictures. Elliot, my husband's a photographer also. So he like set up a tripod. We got some photos and it was a really special memory for the two of us to have that date. And I think that will always like still be really special for us. Um so you know, I mean, obviously it's way too late to recommend things for COVID brides, but I do feel like still making that date special was really helpful for us. Um, yeah, so that was that. Um, and we had picked a new date for May 2021. Okay. Okay. Um, so we said, okay, we'll, we'll let it go for a little while. We won't pick up planning. Um,
0: because also you know, it I'm sounded sure. like at that point you already had most of your vendors locked in so it's just a matter of yeah. reordering but you already sort of had a template yes. in place of what you wanted. Yes. So that's we nice. had a lot of
2: we had a lot of stuff like set although we did end up changing some stuff and we were at the point where it was like we were kind of we were like still figuring out like you know the table numbers and like final design stuff and you know but we definitely had vendors which was great. Um and we were super on top of stuff. So we already had like you know our wedding playlist stuff to like send to the DJ and we had thought about a few things like there was one thing that we knew we wanted and we did end up sticking with this was we decided to pick each other's uh processional songs and not tell each other so (laughs) we surprised each other with our processional songs so then we had like an extra year to think about that but there were a few other things that I can't remember specifically but I know in like the extra year that we had that we thought of some like stuff that we were like, Oh my God, that's awesome. We wouldn't have thought of that if we like didn't have that time. Um,
0: wait, before you lovely. go on, what were the yeah. songs? Yes, <laughs> You can't just breeze so, through that. I got to know what, how, yeah. wait, first of all, tell me the original song and then what you switched it to.
2: <laughs> oh man, I can't, even, I don't, I don't remember the that's original. That's asking I too think, much. Yeah. If it's not I on the think list. Mine, <laughs> I know I told you I have the memory of a goldfish already. Um <laughs> The song that I picked, I picked the Indiana Jones Raiders march for him. (laughs) The Indiana Jones, like, like orchestral Raiders march. Because he's a big movie guy. um, And he loves Indiana Jones. And I actually watched Indiana Jones for the first time with him. And I wanted something that would feel, like, epic, but also, like, lighthearted. Because our ceremony was pretty non-traditional i mean is there such thing as traditional anymore probably not it was it was very like funny and lighthearted. it had some you know more heartfelt moments but we definitely wanted to like we wanted everyone to have a good time and we wanted everyone to like know that they're allowed to laugh and that kind of stuff so we wanted to start it off with that but i told him i didn't want my song to be funny his song could be funny but not mine so he actually (laughs) he picked he picked this acoustic version of Sweet Child of Mine from the Captain Fantastic soundtrack. And it's really, really sweet. I actually didn't know the song at all. And originally I was like, why did you pick that? But then when I listened to it, I like weep. So it, it worked. <laughs> nice. Um anyway, so yes, some things stayed the same from our original plan. A lot of things, the vendors luckily stayed the same. Um, although we did end up adding on an additional vendor <laughs> we ended up on an additional vendor S- stevie who is unreal she's a part of this um like planning and design place called wildly collective and she ended up doing all these like amazing hand illustrations of a lot of stuff for us um with
0: hand means- illustrations while during the event
2: no no, no. so she did like uh basically for our table numbers god I feel like I'm skipping around all over the place but for our table numbers like we'll have to go back to the fire because that hasn't happened yet
0: (laughs) commercial break flames
3: fire (laughs) is still coming
2: so she did these she did this is yeah she did these um she illustrated our table numbers for us of like uh iconic landmarks in neighborhoods that we loved and have visited together and then like wrote on the back like stories about them and it was just really lovely and now we have them and we're going to hang them in our nursery
3: that's so
2: cool yeah super cool and she created this huge amazing sign that says the blitzer hoofs that's also hanging in our house um so we've repurposed a lot of a lot of her designs um and I think it brought like such a nice personal touch so anyway stevie she was awesome all of our vendors were
0: Speaking Amazing. of Blitzer Hoof, would you like to explain a little bit about your last name? Is yeah. now a good time?
2: Now could be a great time. All right.
0: Because so, you briefly went into this before we started recording, and it I just thought it was really me fascinating. It we got to go, okay. go
2: back in time. Yeah. Tell okay. me. Wait, wait.
0: Give us the... the I'm going to write it down. Where do you want to go return after the name conversation?
2: Okay. Let's go back to <laughs> when we decided to pick up planning again for wedding take 2. Okay. okay, wedding take 2.
0: Go ahead. Yep. Okay. Begin um, your okay, go.
2: Okay, so my last name was Blitz and my husband's last name was Dickerhoof. Um and at first when we had the conversation, we had kind of uh gone back and forth between like hyphenating, which we didn't really want to do or both keeping our names, but then we knew we wanted to have kids and wanted to have, you know, the same last name as our kids. So Elliot at one point was like kind of on board with taking blitz, um, you know, progressive and, and all that. So basically we were kind of settled on that. And then he went home to Michigan to visit his grandfather. Um, his grandfather wasn't doing well and he basically visited his grandfather on his deathbed. And on his deathbed, his grandfather reached, this is cinematic in my mind, he reached out to Elliot and said, carry on the dicker hoof name and it was like something he had never said to him before and Elliot was just like Elliot was just like what and then (laughs) his his grandfather like died right after that and so that was basically like the last thing that he said to him oh my god like (laughs) Elliot was like shit I can't just get rid of the dicker hoof name now so We decided to create our own hybrid last name, um, to keep part of you know his heritage and then to keep Blitz. Our families think we're insane people and laughed, and they continue to laugh every time we tell them. Um, but we combined our names together to make Blitzerhoof.
0: I think Blitzerhoof, first of all, both names separately are great last names, (laughs) and then the combo is totally fantastic.
2: Yes, I'm yeah, I'm pretty into it. We we love we love the fact that it's something that makes people take a second thought too. I think both of us are like, we secretly like think that's funny. So I don't know. I (laughs) honestly, like I, I love also the idea that we're creating this new thing together. Like we're both, I think pretty nostalgic, not the right word, but like, we love like symbolism and that kind of stuff. And so to symbolically be creating this like new family together. And now our son will have this last name and he'll carry on the Blitzer Hoof name.
0: <laughs> which we will demand he carry yes, on. he's going <laughs> to <Yes>.
2: have to. <laughs> I know my sister thinks that it sounds like a reindeer, which I mean, to be honest, it doesn't not sound like a reindeer,
0: but. Oh my God. I- Listen, you guys work in advertising and marketing. You create a children's holiday themed book <laughs> series about Blitzer Perfect. Hoof. Mm-hmm.
2: The 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 yeah it's like the, it's like the son of Blitzen.
0: <laughs> and his name's Blitzerhoof. Yes, and he goes through yes. all these little adventures. Dude, yes. you could make and, somebody's listening yes. to this, scratching it down. You need to copyright it before someone else does. <laughs>
2: Sponsored by Happen. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Perfect. Um, okay.
0: okay. So we're yeah. wedding take two is where we were supposed to pick up from. Do you need to stop to eat the tuna melt.
2: I'm going to have a bite.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I need to pee. This is a good time for a pause. Hold on.
2: (laughs) How did you know I was like looking at
0: it? (laughs) (laughs) No, because I don't like the idea of a cold tuna melt. That made me sad for you. (laughs) Right?
2: It's like, what is it then? Right.
0: (laughs) Okay. Hold on a second. And now we are back for some bridal breaks. Hey, Pammy. Hi. So um, for all of our new listeners, uh, bridal breaks are not suggestions just for brides, but anyone helping to plan a wedding of fun things to do that have nothing to do with wedding planning. So we step away from the chaos and the lists and the budgets and just enjoy our lives. Uh, Sound like a plan, Pam?
1: I love it. Yes. So I usually give my favorite
0: part. Yeah, right. <laughs> I usually give some <laughs> pop culture kind of stuff. And Pammy usually does a uh, sassy beverage. So we're now about to hit winter. I mean, we're, our de- I guess technically winter has not started yet on the Almost. solstice. But I mean, we're post Thanksgiving. So for Americans, like <laughs> bitch, it's winter. <laughs> uh, do you have exactly. a wintry cocktail for us, Pammy?
1: I did. We actually had somebody write in and give me a um, drink for a bridal break that is um, very holiday appropriate. So I thought I would share it as my bridal break today.
0: I love that people are sending Um, us suggestions. It takes, you know, less homework for us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is definitely somebody who um, knows me, um, I would say, or knows my taste. Because it's called a sugar cookie, which, you know, me and my sweet drinks, like, I was like, yes, please. So, um, wait, was this uh, via Tell
0: Your Secret or did they give you a name?
1: Um, She gave me a name, but
0: should I say it? Oh, you know what? Let us know in the future, listener, if you want us to use your name. We will be, yeah, that's right, because it's anonymous. They're anonymous confessionals. Everything's anonymous. Anonymous drink drop. Okay, you're right. You're right. My bad. I almost spilled a secret. That's on me. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Tell me more about your gingerbread drink. No, sugar cookie. Sugar Sugar cookie. cookie. So sorry. So sorry. Tell me more about your sugar cookie drink.
1: So this is one part vodka, one part uh, Amaretto, and one part Bailey's. And she says, it's so good. It gets you tipsy. Try it out. And I'm like, yes, please. (laughs) I'm in. I have all of it. And I cannot wait to try this drink. That sounds
0: fantastic.
1: Thank you for sending this in. And um, yes, I I will let you know because I will, I will be chaste
0: at this. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my, you bri- my bridal breaks, uh, for the week, I'm going to give you two. It's actually like a one, two punch. It's sort of a one big one, but there is a holiday element of it. Um, there's a show okay. that Tristan and I stumbled upon, I want to say about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, and it's called blown away. And it's, uh, you know me, I love my reality competition shows. Um, it's yes. a competition this show. Is reality. Yes. It's about glass making and glass blowers. So it's a competition about kind of like, you know, we were talking the other week um, about the pottery, amateur pottery makers. These are amateur, Mm -hmm. I think amateur and professional, um, but kind of lower level, I guess, professional glass blowers and just kind of like the pottery show where you're learning about how do you blow and create big pieces. of Sometimes it's artistic, sometimes it's bowls. So it can sometimes be functional pieces of glass and other times it's artwork. But all the different ways that you make color and how you make it op- opaque or if you make it see-through, it's really fascinating. And it's, I mean, it's so difficult. And another thing is that at any point while they're doing it, it can break. So you could do all of this work and it looks so beautiful. And then right at the end, it could just, (laughs) and then it's just on the floor and you're like, well, guess we're starting over. (laughs) It's, It really is. It's super stressful. But the episodes are only 30 minutes long. So you can kind of blast through the season really quickly. There are two seasons. It's on Netflix. Um, Each season has 10 episodes, but they just released um, well, now it'll be all because by the time this comes about, but I think like a week ago, they released a holiday special and it's four parts. And they brought some of the previous guests back and they do like Christmassy holiday themed projects. And that's what the competition is about. And for the holiday episodes, Bobby Burke, who is uh, the design guy for the newest season, the newest version of Queer Eye on Netflix, you know, I'm talking about the guy that does all the interior design. So he, yeah, yeah, he's such a sweetheart and they brought him in to be the the guest host for the holiday special. And honestly, like he's really good at it. The, the host Mm -hmm. before on the the previous seasons was like, I mean, he was fine, but like Bobby brings this like element of like whimsy and silly, which I think actually really works. Also, one of the things he does, which I think is crazy is that when they're inspecting him at the end of each episode to figure out who's going to win, Bobby actually picks up the objects, whereas no one else touches the glass. Bobby is taking risks and I like it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like Bobby, you could break this. What are you doing? It's like, don't take Bobby no, to an art it. museum. Don't touch. <laughs> but yeah, it's super cute. And again, it's only 30 minutes and it's only four episodes for the holiday special. So Tristan and I, um, the day after Thanksgiving, you know, you got that like food slash alcohol hangover. I swear I had, oh, a, my. Che- I had yeah. a cheese hangover more than alcohol because I ate so much <laughs> cheese. But we just sat on the couch just for two hours straight and just blasted through it and it was really fun. So I highly recommend that.
1: (laughs) Nice.
0: Um, So yeah, those are our bridal breaks for the week. Uh, Pammy, that means it's time for a little bit of a quiz.
1: Mm. Yay.
0: (laughs) All right, Pammy, we're going to blast through this really quick. You ready? Record timing. Um, What is the name of our what? What is the name of our wedding? What is the name of our website?
1: wedding confessionals.com
0: yes from there you can find our social media handles which are instagram facebook twitter pinterest and our newest one pammy tiktok TikTok. Also from there, you can find all the details of our show notes and links to our bridal breaks and stuff like that. Also, we would love for you to send us your confessionals. Send them in. We need the confessionals. We love the confessionals. We want to hear your we stories. We want to know about your dramas. There are three ways to send us your confessionals. One is an email. What's the email address, Pammy?
1: Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com.
0: What is the phone number where you can leave us a voicemail?
1: four three four yes why do i keep going nine three three
0: yes really yes come on um four no two six six three it's the two that keeps the only two in the whole phone number Four three four nine three three two six six three. Four three four nine three three two six six three. Or you can go to our website and click on what tab, Pammy.
3: Tell us your
0: secret. Yes. From there, you just fill out a form. No phone number, no email address needed. Completely secret. That's also where you can send Pammy your secret uh, cocktails.
1: <laughs> yeah, or not. If you want to be, you know, if you want to give us your name, it's okay for us to say it. Just let us know, but.
0: We don't want to share anybody's name. Pam is not sharing names unless you wanted to share names. And we like that about her. She keeps her lips closed.
1: I'm a good good secret keeper. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Right. Um, Also, everybody, if you were listening via Apple Podcasts, please make sure to leave us five stars and a cute little review. We got a fun one the other day that came in saying that we were more helpful than Pinterest.
1: Yes. I mean, thank
0: you. Yes, that is amazing, especially because we know in the wedding world, like Pinterest is like top tier. So, I mean, we struggle with Pinterest, but we admire Pinterest and we love that review. <laughs> um, but yes, please it. leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. The more reviews we get, the more we move up on their weird algorithms. So more brides and grooms can find us and we can help them out as well. Besides Apple Podcasts, Pammy, just give me five. What do you got? Five other places five. you can find us.
1: Okay, um Spotify. Yep. Um Podbean. Yep. Um YouTube. Yes. Um Downcast, Deezer. Oh you got um, it. That's Google five. Play. Woo, Yahoo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazon Music, Audible, Castbox, Castro, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Pod Paradise, Podtail, Podcast Addict, Podcast Land, <gasps> Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Stitcher, tune in and use your lovely voices to request our podcast using Alexa or Siri and pammy that is it. Woo! Yes, and we will do uh we will be moving on to part 2 of our chat with Carly because it's three parts long, y'all. So good. Yeah, so So stay tuned. It really is. It's captivating (laughs) stuff. Um, So I will see you next week, Pammy. Bye.
3: All right. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And
0: David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo.
3: And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support.
0: If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam?
3: Check out our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.